Hi, welcome to the Artificial Intelligence, Machine Learning and Data Science Weekly Podcast. My name is Kwan Hong, or you can call me KH. In this show, I'll be talking to AI, ML and data science practitioners around the region. In each episode, I will dive into relevant and interesting AI, ML topics, where you get to know more about topics ranging from AI, ML adoption, best practices, and tips and tricks to be a better AI, ML data science practitioner. Hello, welcome to another episode of AI, ML, and Data Talk podcast. In today's episode, I'm super excited to have Erhan Asrai, who is the co-founder and CEO of Koktak Sakti, a data analytics firm based in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, as a guest for the show. Hi, Erhan. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, uh, thank you, Doc, uh, for, for inviting me to your podcast. I'm really excited. I'm a <laughs> long-time fan of yours. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for being a fan. Okay, I think uh, as uh, my listener will know that uh, usually I will actually ask the guests to actually introduce themselves, maybe talk about something about interesting about your childhood, your education background, and also about your career path that leads to your current job at, uh, at this moment now. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, my name is Irhan. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, I live in a city in a town, a small town actually, uh, down in, uh, in Johor, uh, slightly off Johor Bahru. It's called Plain Tong. So it's a small uh, little community uh, outside of uh, uh, Johor Bahru. So that's where I grew up, uh, went for, for, for secondary uh, uh, went for uh, primary school, and then secondary school, I went to Kluang uh, uh, for, for secondary school. After secondary school, I took uh, electrical engineering uh, at Cornell University in New York. Uh, it's not New York City, it's like New York State, but it's like four hours away from New York City. It's, 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 a, it's almost a, a upstate New York. And then uh, I started working as an analyst in Tanaka National uh, for, for a year and a half before moving to Kazana. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Kazana, nine years. Uh, as an analyst, uh, so I covered a lot of uh, eco- uh, I mean, I covered a lot of economists as an economist, economist as an economist. So that's uh, that's where I learned the rope of, of being an analyst uh, in that sense. So, so a lot of my time uh, was spent on on uh, reading newspapers, uh, analyzing data, uh, interviewing people, interviewing other economists, uh, what they think. Uh, interviewing other analysts about what they think. So, so it's always uh, about uh, trying to understand what other people are thinking and how we can actually do the analysis behind that. Yeah, that's that's a bit of background. Okay, so it's quite interesting isn't it? because your background is electrical and computer engineering. How do you end up to be a job related to uh, to become economist? I I think at some point. When we were doing SPM uh, after high uh, after high school, uh, we took the exam or uh, SPM exam, right? Uh, a lot of us didn't know what 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 to do back then. I mean, at least I didn't know what to do. Uh, so I scouted for a lot of uh, scholarship programs that send uh, kids to to universities abroad. So that's what I did. So uh, I applied to Petronas in uh, chemical engineering, Tenaga in uh, electrical engineering, and some other scholarship. By that point, I think my English wasn't that good, or rather, it was bad. So I, I think Tanaga had the opportunity to 
to to conduct their interviews in Malay. So that that's I think that's the only scholarship that I, I get into. So and then I, I got the opportunity to to study abroad. Okay. So ah so, uh, so so in that sense, there's no. I mean, I I didn't have the 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 vision to do what what uh what other people are doing with the economics or finance or anything. It's just that I want to go overseas uh, to study. That's it. So I mean, what whatever opportunity comes, then we took it. So that's that's. I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. So the intention is actually to get a, to to go overseas and to to actually live abroad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, so so after you graduated, you actually came back and served uh, Tanaga, is it? Yes. I. Uh, it was a a scholarship program. Uh, by Tanaga. So I. Uh, I mean, after graduation, I came back. Back in two thousand three. Uh, I started uh, working for Tenaga for six months as their uh, trainee program, and then I moved to uh, Majlis uh, Tindakan Ekonomi Negara, which is M10 or NEAC National Economic Action Council. Uh, it was it was set up uh, back in 1998 by Tone uh, to 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 look for, I mean to 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 manage the uh, the the economic crisis. I think towards the tail end, back in 2003, uh, I think it was it was more on uh, uh, free trade agreement negotiation. Uh, it was it was active in free trade agreement negotiation. So that that helps a lot uh, for me to transition into economics. Okay, so I can see the connection there. <laughs> so yeah. actually, after you you went into M10, that's where you can see you know you get well, uh, work related to the, all these uh, economics, whatever. Then just your uh, interest started to build from there. Yes. And then you actually transition to to work in Kazana, where you work for nine years. Yeah. Uh, one of the, I think one of my colleagues, uh, when she was working in NM10, uh, she moved to Kazana first, and then she, I mean, I was I was helping her for for most of the work. And then she asked me whether I want to join Kazana. Uh, in back in two thousand five, so I so that's what I did lah. I I joined Kazana after that. Cool. Okay, so I think uh, after after working for nine years, uh, what makes you actually you know uh, after that you actually moved to several other companies before you actually founded your own company, isn't it? Mm. I think uh, when I even though I was I spent nine years in Kazana. Uh, uh, I think uh, a, a large chunk was uh, was working for uh, a minister. I think uh, in 2010 to 2013, I was working for Tan Sri No Muhammad. Back then, he was a EPU minister. Uh, so working as a as a special officer is is interesting, uh, both on policy uh, policy front and also a political front. But I think after uh, he left office, then I moved. Uh, I moved back to Kazana, uh, to thirteen to two I think at, at that that stage, I felt that I lost my ability to to do analysis, which means that I cannot function as a as an economist and or, or, or as an analyst. Uh, for for a year, I was I was I was struggling to 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 contribute uh, to the team, and I felt I'm 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 bringing down the 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 performance of the team. So that's that's why I left lah. Uh, 2014. Uh, I took a break for six months and then uh joined a a, a real estate uh valuation firm called Iskandar Associates. Doctor Iskandar was previously also in Kazana. He he started South Johor, 
So I, I get the, the opportunity to work with him, uh, mainly on, on land acquisition and uh, uh, development advisory uh, and, and learning about, about uh, real estate. So that's, that's, that's up to 2014, uh, sorry, uh, up to 2017. Uh, 2014, 2017, and then uh, 2017, 2019, and I joined a, a, another company called Mara Corporation uh, for for two years as a real estate uh, as a as a real estate guy in in Mara Corporation. It's a small uh, uh, investment firm that takes care of uh, Mara's in, investment. Uh, and then after that, I think within that that five year period, I understand that when I was working in Kazana. As a as an economic analyst, we we have a lot of data. We we manage a lot of data. To, to, we're very familiar with uh, Bloomberg, CIC, uh, download data, uh, analyze, uh, do uh, I mean analysis, and then do graph charts and all that. Uh, do regression, a lot of regressions. And then after that, when I move to real estate, I think there's there's none of it existing uh, uh, as uh, professionally. So I think there's a gap that I want to serve. Uh, so that that's where uh, when uh, the the first round in in two thousand nineteen we first start we were trying to to actually solve uh, real estate data. Uh, but uh, when uh, two thousand nineteen and twenty twenty nothing happens because of COVID, so we were staying at home doing nothing, <laughs> for almost a year. Uh, that's that, that. I mean that that hits us quite bad lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you when when you actually founded uh, this. Uh... Kotak Sakti company, data analytics company. So there's 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 two two things happening at the same time. Uh, in in twenty twenty and early twenty twenty one. In twenty twenty, uh, we were trying to solve real estate, but uh, COVID hits. We didn't get to meet as many customers, or I mean, we can't iterate fast enough because we can't meet customers, right? Nobody will know what what to build. Nobody knows what's going on. Everyone is staying at home. Yes, we can do the online meetings and everything, uh, but nobody wants to decide. Want, nobody wants to buy anything, so we can't iterate. But I, I think uh, the team remains. Uh, uh, in twenty twenty one, a few uh, a few of my friends actually joined the the uh, Kotak Sakti, uh, Riz Nodin, Arif, and uh, uh, Faiz. We were trying to solve another section of of the uh, the problem uh, from from real estate using the same uh, skills, which is uh, data uh, data collection, data analysis, uh, and then trying to solve uh, other sectors problem like oil and gas, air, energy, or any other sectors lah. So that's 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 where we started off uh, trying to solve uh, this. This uh, this problem or the uh, the second iteration of of Kotak Sakti. I see. So uh, I think normally whenever people start up company, they actually work in the in in the relevant industry or domain for quite some time, and then yes. they they see there's a gap. So for your case, you see there's a gap in the in the real estate uh, domain that you see that uh, there's a lot of data, but there are not much of analysis analytics have been done. Therefore, you actually you know see that uh, there's a there's a where you based on your experience you can actually provide some sort of uh, exp- uh, uh, an- an- analytics to to this field. Yes. Okay. Uh. Okay. So interesting question. Why the name Kotak Sakti? <laughs> so Kotak Sakti. Yeah. Of course, Kotak Sakti means magic box in English. Uh. 
uh, it comes from from the wordings of uh, Arthur C. Clarke's. Uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from from magic. So I mean, I I kind of like the, the 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 approach because uh, for for especially for people who have skills to do something right. Uh, general public will say, say, wow, this is amazing. But for for us who has uh, who has done this like couple of times or, or multiple of times over the years, we kind of say this is not magic. This is this is what we practice. This is what we do. So so I mean, it comes from that drift that we take uh, the name Kota Sakti. Okay, yeah. interesting. Arthur C. Clarke is your inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, so now you are you have this uh, so Kotak Sakti, which is a data analytics firm. So, what differentiate your company from other data analytics firm out there? What kind of services uh, do your company provide, and uh, who who are your current current uh, clients? Okay. Um. Awesome. Awesome question. I think uh the. I think this is towards the end of the year, uh, October, uh, November. We've done some some analysis on who we serve. Eventually, uh, what deals we close. We were trying to understand the the, the market lah. Uh, for the past one year, we've met about hundred companies, hundred hundred twenty companies. I mean, of course, meetings means uh, nothing. You can you can meet because you know a guy uh, in that company just trying to understand what what the problem they have, and then uh, trying to understand uh, whether his team thinks this uh, his his uh, I mean the, the the problem is legit. So that th- those process happens, and then uh, we match out with what we eventually close. Uh, so the 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 uh, the sales cycle. Uh, which takes about seven to twelve months. Sometimes, uh, we think that there's two types of people that 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 use us. One is a strategy team in a in a large corporate, and number two is data team also in large corporate that thinks that they need extra help uh, to get it done. Uh, some of our clients include, uh, I mean, sorry, I shouldn't say this. Some of our clients are actually the the contractors of uh, some of these big companies, so they outsource uh, the, the smaller parts of their uh, 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 work uh, analytics work to us, either data engineering, uh, data analysis, or, or or a lot of uh, analytics. So these are the three the three things that that we do for for clients. Ah, uh, uh, direct. Uh, notwithstanding that that subcon work, uh, the the main uh, client is. Uh, Petronas. The, the the end client is Petronas, uh, Tenaga National. Uh, I think we are competing in some some work. Uh, we we've completed some POCs with uh, airports, uh, Benama. Uh, I think we we also are looking to uh, to work with some other. Uh, I mean uh, some other larger companies. Uh, I mean also listed companies. So these are the type of of clients that that we also look. Because the other side is these are clients that are willing to pay for for their uh, data work, uh, so yeah, that's that's, I mean, a long way of saying those are the clients. 
Okay. Yeah. So I think that this is a, for for people who are not familiar with business. So normally you you have to go through many rounds of meetings. You get to know first people might not help your company because we are all startup companies, and then uh, uh, people might not heard of what your capability. So you have to go and meet them, showcase to them, understand their problem, also let them understand what you you can do. Then you move on to something uh, maybe from out of hundred meeting maybe. 50 meeting you have some uh, connection there then yes, it will yes. allow you to, to, to showcase some to them allow you to showcase some to them there's a big opportunity already because sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even get a chance in it so I think the, the next step that usually people will say oh maybe I'll, the company will allow you to do some small POC so like yes. proof of concept thing so when you do POC with them like normally uh, is, it a, is it a short duration of time or uh, how long do you normally do for POC? Or and then uh, the next question is, uh, do you do you charge them for POC? I I, th- I because I I know from um, my my experience, there's a lot of company what uh, want you to do POC for free for them. You know? So what what is your what is your experience? Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, I mean, the, even even among founders in in Kotak Sakti like Riz and I and also CTO Arif, we always have this discussion. Whether to charge or not to charge, whether they, I mean, they, I mean, the general feeling, they, they, these are heated discussions. I mean, not, uh, I mean, not easy to answer. Uh, number one, I think when when we were starting out, this okay. Sorry, when we were starting out, we look at ourselves and say what are our uh, competitive advantage or I mean, I don't say competitive advantage. What are our a monopolistic advantage, for example. So we think that after serving uh, corporates for like 20 years, we know that we have uh, ex-colleagues in other companies. So we go to those people who are familiar to us first. So which means that we've built trust over the past how many years working together. So we know some, I mean, they know that we can do stuff for them. So that, that that's number one, number two, trust. I, I would. This is an advantage because I've served corporate for twenty years. So to, to for for a fresh grad to do this is 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 difficult because they have not. I mean, the fresh grad can't replicate what we're doing. Number one. Uh, number two is I think there's there's because we are also serving B two B. So it, it's it, it's a different uh ball game in in, in sales and uh, sales wise. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two is when we first started out back in 2021, we did a lot of POC for free. Yes, because there's a friends. We still do POC for them. So, the, but we have to do it uh, nicely. Lah. Um, in one is sign NDA. Uh, they pass us that their outdated data, anonymized data, and then we work on the data, uh, show some results, uh, and then test with the, the, the decision that they made. Uh, on on those data, but, but these are the the outdated data. Uh, once we build some some sufficient model uh, based on those data, and then uh, we plug it into their uh, data system and test again. So there's a lot of of uh, of uh, iterative work, te- testing uh, and 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 building and testing. Uh, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of resources. So yeah, we. We, we did that for for a year and a half. Okay, so uh, now uh, I, until now you I so you said uh, last year you you did it for free. 
and also because mainly those are your friends that you already know them for the past years that you have been working in the, in the corporate. So now I think, we, <laughs> so now with uh, you are more established a bit uh, maybe a bit. <laughs> so maybe you can start charging a bit. So I think because uh people will not understand that uh, even though we said POC, but that incurred time and cost at our side you know, as a company. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's also not fair for you know for us keep on doing POC for for companies uh, where it actually incurs the resources for our side. So I think that there's something that people want to understand. But yes, that's right. I think we have two tracks uh, at the time. Uh, at the same time. Okay. Maybe we 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 give give times to. Uh, I I think we we can divide the times. Uh, how we spend times uh, about sixty forty. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixty is doing work that uh, we were tasked to do by other companies, so that we get uh, we put food on the table. So that's one. <laughs> so I mean, it's it could be uh building uh apa uh tableau graph for them or, or uh, work on Power BI's or work on data engineering uh doing doing writing a uh, Python script for for some other people. That happens. Oh. That uh, a lot of that happens. Uh, that's how we keep food on the table. Oh, we put food on the table. And uh, number two is about forty percent is spent on the POC work, so that we know what what other people are thinking. How uh what uh how corporates are are going through decision process on their analytics. Uh, because I I think the analytics work is quite new in the sense that. Previously, it was all done by 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 what do you call by by IT teams, right? So all your infra, anything IT computer, they they dump it to to IT. So we come in uh, to say, let's look at the strategy teams that that need uh, data analytics. Uh, that previously was served by some other companies like like uh, consultants, uh, and then uh, try to to deploy that. Uh, within their environment, so so it's it's a bit of uh mix lah uh, in a sense. So, so the POC serves as 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 a way to to gauge that kind of needs and that kind of uh appetite. Okay, so I think uh, like uh, uh you said that uh, the POC is like a bridge in it for you to actually start uh, to move further in 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 terms of uh, uh whatever new project that they can actually provide to you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I understand that from a, from a startup perspective. So normally, when you don't have you do not have an actual product at the beginning, so you actually do analytics at uh, whatever the company needs. So when you approach company A, you do whatever that company asks you to do. Then you approach company B, you do whatever analytics they ask you to do. So sometimes two different work and they are not overlapping. Yeah. Uh, but then that kind of work does not scale in it. So, because when you are pushing more and more company, then you have more uh, non-overlapping works, and then towards the end, you have you need to have employ more and more resources. Okay, cool. so I I see one of the things that you have done is you actually have your own products. So the uh, from your from your website, I see that you have two products. One is called Locasi, and then one is called Juno. Okay, maybe you can just uh, just give a, a, a description of what are the differentiation of these two products and what do they serve. Okay. Uh, this product. I mean, I'm I'm ashamed to say, but it, it's okay. Uh, I'm ashamed to say that uh, this product have no client. 
these are the first two iteration when we, I mean, among the other iterations that that, that we did uh, to introduce uh, what we think the market needs without talking to clients. So, um, uh, Juno was was combination of, uh, sorry, uh, Lokasi was combination of what we think uh, the real estate, uh, the market wants. And then, well, well we have... Uh, uh, we have done the data, but we didn't publish it uh, on on Lokasi. Uh, we, we we published just I mean small amount of what what we built, uh, trying to 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 gauge the market. Right, uh, that that didn't happen. Uh, number two is Juno. Juno was slightly interesting because while uh, we do a lot of data analytics, data engineering, a lot of uh, a lot of other people who didn't know about what data is. Actually, wants to know, uh, wants to do market survey, and as long as the data, they just dumb. Oh, this is not, this is not. Uh, I don't know who to appoint. This is not IT. This is not a consultancy. But you seems like you know data. Could, could you do this? So, so it, it comes from, come from the need that we found out from from uh, clients. Uh, usually, the the things that they survey is uh, policy uh, policy responses. For example, budget or COVID, uh, uh, COVID policy, uh, and then uh, the general sentiment uh, of the political uh, situation. Where where do people think the the country is heading? Whether it's it's positive direction or negative direction. So, so these are the the byproduct of of meeting clients. So, mm -hmm. so then we we have enough client to say okay let's let's put it into a, a platform build a, a dashboard and probably show as a as a sample of what we we can do for a client so so we also get uh, these sort of things right uh, do surveys uh, build the, the platform and then build the dashboards and then uh, pass to client so yeah we we got that quite a few uh, of of this sort of work. Yeah, so sometimes in business, uh, things might not work as it's planned, then you need to pivot, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So but, but, the ability to pivot is very important because uh, a company to be agile and then need to you know, adjust uh, to according to the, to the environment and to the situation. Yes. Uh, also interesting is the skills that, that needs... I mean, we, we also realize that the team has a skill to actually complete this type of jobs. Because I was an analyst, uh, I, I know this stuff. I know how to do it, and then uh, we we have partners to actually get it done for us. For example, we use Vast AI a lot for for this uh, Juno work, and we don't we don't go survey on the ground. So that's one. So we don't want to spend that much time uh, doing it. So to try as much as we can, we do use uh, other people's uh, other startups to to solve the the problem. Okay, interesting. So basically, what you're trying to say is, yeah, you have some other uh, technology out there, and then you just try to combine, and then you try to you try to actually make it a uh, 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 one product by itself. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. And the next question is, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, looking at the, the the current work now, what would be the you no know, the 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 short term, maybe one year or two year plan, and what is will be the long term plan? Because, I think. Uh, the, the way that uh, you are actually move, uh, uh, you know, approaching company, providing uh, all this uh, data analytics solution, you must be, uh, you must be, uh, or by now you already found probably what are your, like you said, the monopro monopro uh, uh, kind of advantage. 
uh, where where do you see yourself now as a product success? What what what's your advantage now that when you approach a company that this is my strength? Okay. Uh, back in two thousand twenty one, I mean the last year, early last year. So, I mean uh, the co-founder, uh, my co-founder, uh, Riz Nordin, uh, he was also in Kazana. Uh, back, uh, I mean, he he left Kazan 2017. Oh, I, I think 2017. He left Kazan 2017. Before that, when he was Kazana, he was in technology investments. So he invested a lot in in other technology companies, uh, based in US, uh, in in Malaysia, in South Asia. And then after that, he joined uh, Mongsil Ventures, uh, uh, a VC firm out of based out of uh, Singapore. Uh, as as uh, I think. As a partner, I think a venture partner uh, in for for Malaysia and Indonesia. I'm not sure about Indonesia, but Malaysia I'm for sure. Uh, so he has the. I mean, he's invested uh in in a number of companies. So or he has experience in investing in a number of companies, which includes also uh Palanti uh back in US. And and while doing that, uh, he also learned about. Uh, what other analytics uh, companies are doing? Uh, for example, Quantum Black, uh, McKinsey, I think BCG or, or Lightsail, PwC or EY uh, are doing in 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 analytics. So it, we saw a trend that that consultancy company are, are deploying technologies uh, to help companies uh, to become more competitive. I think those are the general trends, and then we saw in South Asia that that. There's uh very little of that, and we were trying to 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 break into that market. Ah, uh, that that's a long term vision, lah. Uh, to to, I mean, it, it could it could replicate, it could it could fail. I don't know. That's 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 the 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 risk, the 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 big risk that we we're taking. Uh, but but I think we're seeing some some demand in that. Which is why we we are getting jobs. Uh, we're getting uh requests. We we're getting a lot of it. And then, I think this space is new. No, uh, I mean, not many com, not many big companies are operating this space within this country yet. I think it will it'll be over in in a year and a half or two. So there, there, <laughs> why, why 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 do you say so? <laughs> I think people are beginning to understand the the value of the data that they have. And then they are less, uh, they are less stringent on on getting other people to work on their data. So, so, so the 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 general sentiment is there, because I think people, I mean, except for for personal data, it's different. We we don't work on personal data uh, as much. Uh, we 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 work on instrumented data usually. Uh, on on uh, data coming out uh, from machines, uh, from from uh, from financial reports, uh, because they see that the the data that they have is useless if nobody looks at it, organize it, or or make sense of it, and then, uh, even if uh, other people come to, I mean, for example, if we know uh, the data. We have no context to 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 actually use that data efficiently, and we have no avenues to use that data. So that that is the general feeling, lah. To 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 at least in in customers that uh, we talk to, so they are okay to say, okay, these are our sales data. These are the uh the the trends. These are the the models that uh, we make. These are the models that sells well. Could you look at 
uh, what can we do uh, in terms of uh, getting more customers, uh, uh, defining the business model that we can take. So th those are the questions that we saw from, from these interactions. I see. So are you saying that uh, besides taking the data, you know, maybe you know, uh, massaging the data, processing data for them, then doing the analytics for them, are you saying that you also kind of uh, helping, you know, providing some sort of consultation and then uh, helping them to, to, you know, to make better decisions? Uh, yes and no. I think the, 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 the yes part is, yes, we work on the data, we we providing uh, analytics, but we also insist on uh, subject actor expert to sit with our team because we want to know what are you thinking about? What is your KPI? What, how do you, how do you do your analysis if uh, it's a lot less data? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these professionals usually have done their analysis on Excel with a lot less data, right? It's just that the 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 the, uh, the cost of keeping data, uh, the cost of storing, and the cost of computing has as as uh, I mean has come down a lot compared to like say twenty years ago, which means that you can process a lot more data, but these professionals don't have the necessary tools or the capacity to to do it. So these are the, the, the type of jobs that usually we, we try to, to get mm -hmm. as long as there's a SME sitting with us. So, uh, so in a sense, it also works for us because it, it manages our, our uh, capacity risk. Because we can't, we can't be carrying around uh, expert in, in X, expert in Y yep. without actually getting the, 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 the work. We, yep. We're not I mean, that large to, to, to maintain that those of uh, that, that kind of network. Okay. So I, I'm, my, my, I'm so, so curious. Uh, so so I, I know that uh, you, uh, you said uh, being, having an SME from the you know, client side is very important because that also validate your results, the analytics that you provide to them. You're uh, right. Yeah. Totally. So, so sometimes, like, especially when you, when you provide solution from one domain to a different, another different domain. So it's very different. So like people, like, I always tell people, if you want to do data science, you cannot just you know, try to look at data, you need to understand the data, you need to understand the, the domain, the business. Yep. And then what's driving what's driving the decision-making, what's the business processes, that's also very important to understand. And that, Absolutely. Yeah, and that takes a lot of years experience, especially you know, by working in the industry for so long, then only you will understand why the, the data is behaving like that. So that's yep. why it's very important for the SME to be there. So, I mean, uh, yeah. so, so, so uh, a few of these things can be generalized, like like the technology stack that people use. I think as long as it's visualization, it's it's almost similar across uh, cloud providers, across uh, Tableau Power BI. It's almost, I mean, interchangeable. Uh, I think data stacks we see almost similar. Cloudera had to some some new data bricks these days. Uh, Telen, we we have not have you not worked with Telen before? So those are the, the general trends. Huh? So, so, I mean, if, if there's something that can be productized is actually at the, the infra level, how to, to deploy quickly, how to, how to make things easier, uh, how to keep things cheaper. So those are things that, that can be productized. But I think the, the, the SME cannot be productized for now. I, I don't know how to productize that. Yet. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, that, that's the... That is usually the the arts part. Yeah, I think the nowadays people are uh, just some uh, excitement about uh, auto auto ML there. Yeah. 
where the, they just fit all the data inside the uh, inside the, the this uh, software application. Then it will figure out everything for you. You know, run everything. It will do the pre-processing for you. You right. But I, I, but sometimes I always be doubtful because it still needs a human touch, you know, human understanding of data to actually get you get the analytics right. And say, yep, always the use cases are so. That's why we we go to strategy team first. Uh, trying to understand what they want, trying to understand what kind of KPI they want to achieve this year, uh, how what they see uh, the industry is doing in the next two years. So generally, we we do that first, and then try to answer some of that question from from the data, and then look at the. Uh, so then we go for the upstream, uh, then uh, whether data is in in a data warehouse somewhere, properly organized or not, and then look at how those data are collected. Uh, whether it's properly collected, a lot of POC fail because the data was not collected properly. <laughs> no, yeah. So there, there's some cases that we work on uh, POC for like a week or maybe two months. Quite a few. Uh, I mean, two months. Uh, doesn't work. <laughs> so okay. I mean, sometimes POC. Uh, also, this contributes to the, the question. Should people pay for POC? Mm. Uh, so the if yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, there, there, should be minimum kind of charges, and just like you use yes. certain service, there should be some minimum charges because people still work for you, even though it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not a success story, but yeah. still work has it done. So I think you should look at it from that, that perspective. <laughs> yep, it's also looking at uh, as if you are hiring a person. On full time basis to work on the data, you still incur the the salary cost. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like it's just like asking you a researcher to do research for I you. Research for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my next question is: uh, I see that now you are moving this. Uh, you actually on this B two B model, right? business to business model. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, but there are a lot of companies out there that actually you know doing B two C. Then then uh, and then they also like the, for example for your case if it's B two B. You probably charge like uh, once you finish a certain work, you probably charge based on that. Uh, but then if you're talking about you know B two C whatever, you can actually charge like a subscription base. You can provide something like a service that you can charge subscription base. And then now <laughs> every company is moving to subscription base. I think because they want it to be you know even though the, the subscription is very low, but then you get you get that you get them to pay you a very long period of time. So how do you see yourself? You know, do you see that uh, you are going to develop some uh, products where you're going to charge? Subscription based, or at the moment now just focusing on you no know, B two B kind of business model. Okay, this are the, the the other question that we I mean even even in the companies we are struggling with with this sort of uh, business model. Uh, currently we operate as if we are a consultant or IT I mean IT sweatshop IT ever body shop, which means that people hire us for a specific. Uh, period of time, like three months, one year, uh, four months, uh, six months, seven months. So that's the, uh, that's one. Which means that we 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 have to continue looking for for new jobs, and and because every new job takes about maybe eight months to close, from from first meeting to to signing the the appointment letter. So there's always this sort of uh, churn uh, that that we have to 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 work on, and then uh, then after the work done, then the, the payment issues so lambat. Uh, the, 
these are the, the regular stuff that the consultants uh, face. Uh, that's one. Number two is while we're trying to also productize, we are still struggling to to find out what uh what to product what to what to productize. Uh, we don't have enough iteration uh, to to con to conclude. Uh, I mean. Uh, to, to to actually conclusively say, okay, these are the, the, the things that we want to work on. So th that's not yet. I think these are the the, the regular uh, discussion that that even even companies like Everai or or I think Vector Labs, uh, Exotic that that we we engage uh, as also struggling to 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 uh, to to answer uh, because I think we. To, to productize B2B while trying to, to find enough clients to support that, that cash flow is also still still not clear for us. Mm -hmm. uh, so to, because we are currently serving only KL market, right? Uh, we have not served Penang, we have not served JB, we have not served, say, Jakarta or, or Singapore, there's Ho Chi Minh. So if you look at the region, maybe we should look at how cities are allocated and we have not served any of those. So to productize something and then to explore other markets to, to make the the uh, the, the subscriptions bigger, we have not gone into. So that's yeah. so that, that, that's a conundrum for us, I think. We yeah, might need mentors to, to actually look at this. I think that uh, that's a common headache for any entrepreneur. So how do you scale? You know? And again, uh, because like you said, uh, you want to serve other cities, but then uh, the current business model might not be able to scale because when you when, <laughs> you need to go approach and then like you said, you need to go through all the the whole process again, meetings, and then doing POC, and then how do you so thinking about how to scale? There's another 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 biggest headache uh, of a founder of any company. So it's very important. The second thing is a cash flow, is it? Yes. <laughs> you need to make sure you have enough cash to you know, to maintain your company at least for a year. So if anything, you know, you know, or if there is a touch with COVID again, then at least you can actually still sustain your business. You can pay your salary to your staff. <laughs> That's also very important. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we've also met VCs to to talk about uh the general. Uh, I mean, to just to understand the market, what they're thinking about. Uh, but I think as long as we don't have a uh, clear product, I think there's there's a I mean there's less uh, uh willingness to 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 fund, so that that's one. Uh, I mean even even if we have money, we we won't fund this uh yet as as a as a as a, as a startup that can grow as fast as as they can with with VC money. So while we are still bootstrapping, I think this is. Maybe we'll will take another year to, to actually finalize and, and come to terms with what we can do and what we cannot do. Okay, interesting. Okay, uh, next thing uh, I see that your team is basically still a bit uh, quite small, uh, like you said. So uh, you quite you hire a few like, data scientists or researcher. Uh, so for a startup like you, what are the traits or what are the things that you look for when you interview someone for to be a team? Ah, uh, okay, interesting. We are small enough to hire friends. We are <laughs> okay. still small enough to, to, to still just hire friends. Uh, which means that if you look at uh, our website, it's all people of the same background. Mm -hmm. 
namin mail mali uh, youngish uh, at technically uh, train or ex colleagues or or people you meet on twitter so that's 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 generally the the uh, the background we we were trying to 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 make that better uh we fire interns i mean we, we generally open to interns uh, for, uh from from multiple places uh from yeah, we've uh, we've taken interns from indonesia uh we've taken from from private uh private universities uh we've out, uh, we've done our outreach but i think the 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 company is still not on a, on a strong trajectory to to actually hire uh, a lot more people with uh, stable uh, income so yeah we we still small and and <laughs> and scrappy like that yeah but uh, i think looking from a perspective from a startup like what you you guys are doing for i mean for a fresh graduate uh those are looking for a challenge i think that's a, a it's an interesting company to join in that because when you work when you join a startup you kind of learn many many things and then you actually jump from project to project so and then instead of joining like a multinational company you probably you know were given a position and you probably do the same thing again and again eh, which is not challenging enough <laughs> i think uh that, that, that's the other thing right if you uh okay these are the two things that that you have to make decision Uh, whether you want to stay small and move uh, from project to projects without building deep uh, understanding, or you want to to go to a stable companies and build a deeper understanding of what you're doing, I I don't have the answer. Uh, I mean, the first five years, six years of my uh, career was built based on the basis of uh, being an economic analyst. So yeah, I I served Kazana uh, for three years, and then I took uh, a year off uh, to do my masters in economics, and then continue for another year, uh, and then do policy work. So those are the 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 trajectory of my career. Uh, you have to spend a bit more time to 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 build uh, the the capacity. Uh, okay. So yeah, but I I I don't know the answer. <laughs> It's okay. If I'm hiring, if I'm hiring uh, another set of talent. Uh, what I would look for is uh, generally I, I think uh, especially the new batches, right? Uh, people who graduated in two thousand twenty one, twenty to twenty one, they generally have the the uh, the 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 or at least the, the the people that I have met, they generally have the ability to to code in in at least in Python, or maybe. The, Once they know how to code, then they 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 have the 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 intention to to apply to Kota Sakti. I don't know which one. I mean, this is definitely survivors uh survivorship bias. So the, the, I mean, yeah, the, those are the the pattern that we saw. Uh, even in the uh even the interns that that applied to to Kota, they okay. they at least have have some some basic uh understanding on how to do uh coding, which means that in the next five years. Your talent supply will have this uh, coding skills. Yeah, but then uh, from a data scientist uh, mindset like me, uh, if you are an IT graduate, computer scientist graduate, and you can't code, there's something wrong with you. Isn't it? <laughs> this is I I think I got uh, one finance guy. Uh, one business analyst, of course, business analyst can 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 code this. Is. 
uh, the other one was, I think she was uh, in biotechnology mm-hmm. in Indonesia, and then the other one was uh, chemical engineering, in, uh, also in Indonesia. Yeah, the, the, I mean, you can't expect them to to do analysis yet, but at least they are familiar with the tools that with companies like us use. Okay. Uh, yeah, my next uh, kind of curious to for a startup like you is uh, how does uh, COVID nineteen impact your company? I, I I think you have gone through a rough rough patch during last year and for the past two years. Yes, it was is it was it was a rough patch. Yes, <laughs> uh, back in twenty twenty, we we didn't know what to do. Actually, we I mean we, we you can arrange meetings, but nobody decides anything. Meetings, nothing happens. Do POC a bit, so nothing happens. Okay, meeting again, nothing happens. So uh, and then, but but we did a lot of marketing. Also, we reach out to fans, just ask. Uh, we go online meeting because back then nobody does anything, and then everyone is free, which means that you can fill up your hundred. Uh, every every three days, you you meet a new person, or maybe every <laughs> every two days you meet a new person. Uh, to talk about what you do, so the the lot of that as a practice, uh, because the online meeting allows that. Because if it's not that, then you have to go to their office to yeah. present. So the, I mean, you meet one half a day. By the time uh, in the evening you're tired, yeah. but but online meeting allows for for that kind of interaction, lah. So mm-hmm. yeah, so to, it's it's also uh fortunate. That we are able to to meet a lot more people during that time. Yeah. Okay. So next, that leads to my next question. Is uh, so, so for for a person who has worked in the corporate for so long, now you are an entrepreneur. What what uh what do you think your you you see yourself uh, as a good uh, a trait that you think that you have that uh, you you are still going on uh, starting uh, managing this business. Okay. Uh, I think. The biggest uh, change is is risk appetite. Uh, when we was uh, as a corporate workers, uh, corporate uh, professionals, we are so used to to getting salary every month. I think uh, back in twenty twenty was I mean there's no money in. It's quite bad. Uh. The, 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 I mean it, it hits your some sort self worth at that point in time. So like. I mean the, the the regular word that people use it down for 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 few months because you don't know what to do but you still have to going on because you have you have uh, other families to feed you have you have stuff to, to actually take care of. Uh, I mean the good thing is uh my wife is working, so she she helps out a lot, so it 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 reduces the 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 risk of of doing entrepreneurship and also the the savings that we've built over 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 maybe fifteen years. That helps a lot in terms of uh, building the the capacity, hiring uh, hiring people, and retaining them even even during COVID. So those are the things that 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 helps me go through uh, that difficult uh, that difficult period. Uh, yeah. So and then, yeah. So the, I mean, it, it's not it's not uh, it's not easy. 
it's it's tough uh, while actually trying to understand the market. Uh, I mean, interviewing people, doing POC, trying to to, to actually uh, manage a team, hurt cats. I mean, I mean this this highly talented people are just it, it's also I mean everyone uh, has has their own approach uh, as their own uh, thinking uh, on how to do things. So, so it's it's aligning the team. So uh, there's plenty of challenges. And I'm sure I'm not the best person to actually manage all this at the same time. I'm sure there's, there's balls that drop here and there. Okay. So uh, I think that there's a saying that for every successful man out there, there's a woman at the back. In there. So thanks, thanks to your wife for supporting you at the back. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think the, we're coming to the end. So I just one last question. So you have been an entrepreneur. So... If if there's anybody who are my listener out there who aspire to be like you, want to start their own data analytics business, want to jump into the business, what are the tips and advice that, that you want to give to them to be an entrepreneur or to be a good data analyst or data scientist? Okay, I I I, I can tell you how to to become a good data analyst. <laughs> okay, being a data entrepreneur, I I don't know what to tell you. And that's yeah, I mean, except like just just do it, and 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 feel the pain. Uh, that's and, and learn from the pain. Uh. So, that's, that's, that's on the entrepreneurship. On uh, being a good analyst, uh, you have to build a lot of uh, contacts. As in not contact as in uh, people to, to, to uh, as contact. This is contacts, C-O-N-T-E-X-T, contacts. Uh, to build contacts in, in a particular field, you have to read a lot, uh, understand and, and, and learn from what other people have done. So this helps a lot in in building your uh, mental model on what to look for in uh, in a particular field. For example, uh, when uh, in economics, uh, you have uh, numbers, uh, inflation numbers, you have uh, uh, industrial production, PMI. So by by second year, you've 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 built your ability to actually say this number is wrong or not based on uh, your. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, you've built your pattern recognition. Naturally, in your in your brain, uh, because you've looked uh, at that number for a long time, uh, and then uh, always uh, not depend on numbers, but depend on stories that people tell uh, about those numbers. And once you've able to to actually build that, you understand how people uh, decide at at macro level, how people decide, how people look at things, uh, how people uh, uh, buy stuff, uh, how consumer uh, think about uh, buying and selling, uh, marketing. So these are the things that, that, that you have to uh, understand. But uh, it, it, take time. It, it takes time uh, to build all this uh, as, as a way to, to build your career. But over the years, uh, make sure that... So there's two types of careers, right? Uh, as as an analyst, you do the same thing for ten years in a row, and you or, or you do uh, something slightly different every year for ten years. So it depends on uh, how you see yourself uh, in in career building. Uh, some people uh, retains in number one. Uh, some people wants to do number two, which means that they they sometimes move uh, from from industry to industry while maintaining the same the same skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so those are the two uh, ways of of being analyst. Uh. So number one is you go deep in in what you do, because you've you've learned every edge cases uh, that there is in in your field. 
Number two is you go general in. I mean, you've done, you, you've gone deep enough, and then you go general. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, over how many things? So yeah, that's 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 the general advice on being an analyst. Uh, being an entrepreneur, yes, I have no. I I think you are very humble. But I think from the discussion with you, I think you 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 even though you didn't say that uh, how to be a good entrepreneur, but I think you have said it like you must be resilient. You no, know, you must be able to think ahead and also be op- be optimist because uh <laughs> towards the end, whenever you 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 are encountering any bad time, whatever, you see the leader of company, you see the need to you know drive the company move forward and make sure that <laughs> you say well bring bring food to feed to your team, uh to the table to feed the team. That's also very important. I think I. Uh, similar to any business out there, whether you are going to start a data science company or whether you're going to start any company or any startup, it's the same. You have to be you no know, resilient, you know, be a be uh, opportunist. Like you say, even though during COVID time, you have you can't meet people, but you also it's a blessing because you can you know, arrange many, many online meetings. We don't have to go physically to meet people. I think there's a there's an optimistic thinking there. There's a if you can find blessing in every every difficulty that then you'll be you know you won't you won't you won't feel like you're always uh, facing uh, uh, difficulties difficulties uh, yeah yeah you know all your problems okay uh i think uh we come to the end of the 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 show thank you very very much because i think you have shared a lot and then uh, you share of all the uh, difficulty you have uh, encountered in your business and then uh, i don't know how to know talk about how to manage a, a data analytics company how to push a, a, a company and also uh, how to you know, move forward uh, building a data analytics product for a company. So thank you yeah. very much, Erhan. Uh, nice you. talking to you. I wish you all the best with your Kotak Sakti business. Hopefully, maybe in the future, you know, like you said, uh, you're going to model like Palante. And, uh, so <laughs> maybe you can achieve uh, Palante status very soon. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure about uh, uh, data AI or ML. Uh, I think I'm not helpful enough to, to actually talk about that uh, in this uh, in this session. No problem. But yeah, uh, I think it's it's more on how to talk to to customers, how to uh, learn from from interactions. But I think it's a good uh, also a good skill for you uh, as as a data analyst. So because you still have to talk to a lot of people yeah. Yeah. in your companies, so you still have to, to to interact with your management. You have to interact. So I think the process is similar. Yeah. It's just that the business model is different. Yeah. Because I have to close sales. <laughs> and and yeah. yeah, that's it. Then deliver, or maybe it's even delivery is, is similar because this is like a, just a team in your company, which is external people. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Very thank you. Much. Thank you, Doc. Thank you for the opportunity. Nice talking so, to you. Yeah. Nice talking to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. If you have any comments or recommendations, I will be glad to receive your voice messages. Send me your voice messages via the link in the show notes. To catch all latest episodes, you can follow this show on our website www.aimldatatalks.com or our social media such as Instagram or Twitter with the handler at AIMLDataTalks. Thanks again. I will see you next time.